And welcome to episode number 11 of the Illini Basketball Podcast on Ethan Carter Sports World, Anchor, Apple, Spotify, all the uh, platforms that we are on as uh, we are into the double digits officially, soon to be triple digits in like two years, maybe. Is 10, is 10 not a double digit? Yeah, 10. Oh. I, I mean, I'm just saying we're really starting to get <laughs> Oh, now we're really into it. I got you. It's all going to be double digits for the rest of the year. So. Fantastic. Yeah. Just wait till we hit triple digits. That's yeah, which that's going to take a while. And if they suck in a couple of years, we might not get there, but uh, only going up from here, boys. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, Illinois coming off a 54 uh, 51 victorious victory over uh, Rutgers. Move the record to 12 and five. My player of the game for this one was Kofi simply for the fact that he had 17 boards. Yeah. Kofi was uh pretty good on the boards. Um, my player of the game is Io. Uh, played 37 minutes again, which he played last game, um, which I'm kind of worried about because if he's playing that much once the season really starts rolling in the Big Ten, I just worry about fatigue a little bit. But um, he had 18 points, two blocks, two assists, and a steal. Uh, shot five of 11 from the field, one of two from three, and he was seven of eight from the free throw line, and he made six huge free throws down the stretch. Um, and and a guy that shoots 75%, uh, those were really good. Um, and he just – he played well down the stretch. He played like everybody's wanted him to play all season. So, um, as far as the game um, – yeah, I know I usually start with Georgie and what I think of him, but uh, before the game started, Brad Underwood was interviewed and uh, was asked about you know oh players players coming off the bench, uh, Griffin and Felice, and uh, you know, and I, I I told my wife I said if he says Kipper Nichols' name, I'm gonna punch my TV, um, and then he went on to say Kipper has been stepping up and doing great, uh, so Kipper has been playing 14 and a half minutes. He's averaging 3.7 points a game, 39% from the field, 14% from three, and his turnover rate is 24.9%, which is third on the team, uh, only behind Hamlin, your boy Hamlin, <laughs> and Bosman Verdonk, who hasn't played in six games due to a toe injury, I believe. Um, and then he is worst on the team in offensive rating uh, at 81%, which is the lowest by 11%. And uh, he only played 13 minutes this game, thankfully, because he got four fouls with like eight minutes left. And I'm, I texted you and I said, can Kipper just start every game with four fouls? But uh, he did have, he did have two points. Um, he'd had a really good take to the basket. So I'm not going to, not going to knock him for that. And, um, but Kipper has a, a knack for going to the basket and getting blocked. I feel like he gets blocked once a game. So, Anyways, that's my Kipper rant. That's all I'm going to say about Kipper this whole th time. So I just want to get that out of the way. Um, but uh, it was uh, it was a tough game, sloppy game in in the beginning. Uh, I feel like a lot of it had to do with defense, um, but a lot of it has to do with just not very good offense too. Um, Georgie, you know, he had 32 points last year against Rutgers. And I felt like he was trying to score 32 points again this game. Uh, he was he was taking shots I've never seen Georgie take before. Uh, that one time he went to the hole 
and did like this underhanded shovel from six feet out. <laughs> but it, you know, he, he didn't shoot well uh, and he tried to force up a lot of stuff. Uh, I think he, he was uh, like one for 10 to start the game and ended the game three for 13. So he kind of stepped back after the first half um, going one for 10. Uh, so we kind of stepped back, but, uh, Illinois just, they need to, they need to guard the three better. I believe Ebola hit two threes to start off the game for Rutgers, but Illinois, I guess their defense was so good. They, they stayed in this game only scoring 18 points in the first half, you know? So, uh, they were in the first half, they shot, uh, four of 19. Um, Yeah. Uh, they they just weren't shooting the ball well, and uh, at one point they had missed like seven seven shots in a row, um, and they were still only down two. So um, I think the refs had a lot to do with it. They lo- they allowed a lot of aggressive play um, this game. So I just um, Kofi uh, towards the end of the half, Kofi was going up for an alley oop and literally just got pushed out of the zone or out of the paint just completely just taken out. Um, and then Frazier comes down gets a phantom call against him. So I don't know why everybody else has such great home cooking and Illinois seems to struggle um, getting refs for home cooking, but um, Rutgers completely outplayed Illinois in the first half. I think um, even though Illinois was only down three, uh, they seemed like they wanted it more. There were a few times when, Illinois had some lazy passes and then uh, young at, it was like the third time down. I had another lazy pass and young stole it, went all the way down to score. Um, Illinois shot 19% from the field in the first half, 0 for seven from three. And like I said, Georgie was two of 10 in the first half. I apologize. Um, and ended up three of 13. So we only took three more shots after that. Um, they had a couple air balls. Felice was shooting threes. Georgie was air balling threes. It, it was not pretty. So, um, and then the second half, I, I feel like their energy got a lot better. Um, Kofi was, Kofi was working his butt off down low and they were not getting him the ball. Um, and, and it kind of, I was kind of yelling at the TV about it. Um, but, but, you know, here's your player of the game. He had 17 rebounds. That was a big part of why Illinois won this game was, was the rebounds that he was getting. Um, they, they, uh, held Rutgers to not – I guess their Rutgers is a really good offensive rebounding team, and uh, Illinois really stepped up and, and got a lot of rebounds. Uh, Kofi, uh, with his 17 rebounds, had 11 points. His seventh double-double of uh, his young freshman career at Illinois, uh, which is a record. And then again, he was a uh, Big Ten freshman of the week again. So, six time doing that, which is also a record. So – um, late in the second half, he got taken out and Miles Johnson got put in, had, had two takes. And I, I don't know why Kofi was even out of the game, uh, because they, Rutgers wasn't getting anything in the paint a lot of the game and except when Kofi got taken out. So, um, but, uh, Kofi had 30 minutes. He had one play where, uh, Griffin got blocked and Kofi ran all the way down and ended up getting a block at the other end. So to, to have him play 30 minutes and to be able to run the court like he does, it, it's obviously amazing, you know. So uh, 
shooting wise uh, in the second half, uh, Illinois, Illinois had missed 20 of 21 shots at one point. Um, and then Io hit a, hit a jumper from 15 feet and Illinois kind of started picking up the pace. Uh, Felice started breaking away, um, making shots that Felice does. Felice was four or five in the second half. Um, and then Griffin, of course, he was struggling most of the game. He started 0 for 8, um, ended up hitting a huge three down the stretch. Um, and, and then, you know, Io just kind of kind of took over in, in crunch time. So uh, it was just a good hard-fought win by him. Um, I, I did read that it was the worst shooting percentage by a team that's won in the Big Ten in 10 years. So um, – that's pretty impressive to shoot. What they end up shooting, twenty nine percent, twenty eight percent, twenty eight point six. So, Frazier had a had a rough shooting night. Um, Griffin had a rough shooting night. I I keep saying night, but they played at eleven a.m., which I think is a big big point. Is is playing those morning games are not easy. Um, but uh, after the game, uh, Io was he was asked about you know his his play and. You know, what coach expects of him. And he said that uh, coach has to, has that trust in me down the stretch. I like to seize the moment and, and he definitely sees the moment. So, so good on Illinois. It, it was a much needed win at home against a really good Rutgers team. So don't, don't get me wrong. Rutgers is really good and they didn't have geo Baker. So geo Baker plays. I don't know if Illinois wins this game. I don't think they do. Yeah. And Illinois and Rutgers have played some very close games the last couple of years. I think they're very similar. And that's why I think this game was both teams played like the same way. Like they both shot low percentage from the field. Although, I mean, Rutgers was 33%. That's, that's not good, but yeah. it's not horrible. And yeah. I don't understand why Georgie took the most amount of field goals. I, 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 I don't know. I can't, I could not understand that. I mean, every time he got the ball, he was like a black hole. I mean, it was like he was going to put it up. And I think he just had it in his head that, you know, I scored 32 last year against these guys. I can do it again. Well, you got you got players around you, you know. You can He took 13 13 shots. Yeah. 3 for 13. Second, you have Io at 11 and then Griffin was 1 for 9 and yeah. Frazier was 1 for 8. Yeah. And, and that's right. Griffin Griffin was was one for nine, but that three he hit was huge. Yep. And I'm glad that he didn't didn't hold back. I mean, that's you want shoot, shooters to shoot. You always want them to shoot. So, um, and, and uh, Underwood, we were talking about rebounding. Um, Illinois ended up winning the rebounding category, um, but uh, like I said, Rutgers is really good offensive rebound and Underwood said we worked hard on rebounding during every practice it paid off off for us today Kofi particularly stepped up for us um and and I would just I'd like to see other players box out more I feel like Illinois is a uh they go find the ball rebounding team instead of a a uh box out and rebound team but uh Io had a big big rebound down the stretch Io had seven rebounds and they were all defensive rebounds so so he was finding the ball regardless in this game it seemed like so. yeah um did did underwood say anything about how great kipper was with his four fouls and just excellent <laughs> 13 minutes from him? yeah i don't he never did say anything about kipper i didn't see anything so um so this, this is the first time a line has been three and zero to start the big 10 
since uh, 2011, 2012 season. And uh, it's been eight years since they've been the second seed or the second ranked team in the big 10 or in second place. Are they still second? Yeah. Yeah. Because they haven't played. They're they're literally in a perfect spot. And, and at the point after this game, Illinois had the third toughest conference schedule. Illinois 10 and one at home this year. Yeah. The only teams that are at that mark or better in the big 10 is Rutgers is 12 and 0 at home. Indiana's 11 and one Maryland's 10 and 0. They should be nine and one, but whatever. Uh, Ohio State ten and one. Most mo- every team in the Big Ten is insanely good at home. Listen to the losses. Here are the losses at home by team in the Big Ten: Michigan State one, Illinois one, Rutgers zero, Wisconsin and Minnesota, Iowa, Indiana one, Maryland zero, Purdue, Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State one, and then Nebraska is five and four, and Northwestern's four and five. So every team in the Big Ten is elite at home until you get to the terrible teams at the bottom. Yeah, and and. I feel like the NCAA as a whole is just every home team's dominating. It seems right now, not yeah. not just the Big Ten, but um, hey, you know, Illinois had a good stretch here where they got some home games. They're going to have to go on the road and win some games over the next, you know, eight, I believe. Or they're not all away, but they're all tough games. They're all all, but I think Minnesota are, is at this point picked to be in the tournament. So, mm-hmm. um, but. After winning Saturday, there was a lot of talk about Illinois and will they be ranked? I didn't think they would be. Um, I don't – what – did you think they'd be ranked? I thought there was an outside chance outside because chance. it didn't look like they were receiving any votes the week before. Yeah. But yeah. it's um, surprising, and I don't know how much I like it. I know you don't really like it. Yeah, I it, I don't like it. But if they were to be ranked, I feel like this is a great week for them to be ranked. Yeah. Um, it's first time since uh, December 1st, 2014, 1,869 days since the line I have been in the top 25. Um, and, and I just feel like, like having, having basically a week off, you have Northwestern at home. All you can do, as long as they take care of business against Northwestern, all you can do is improve your ranking after this week, right? I mean, yep. the, this, if it was, like I said, any week they had to get ranked, I'm glad it was this one. Um, and, and I saw some guy posted on Twitter, uh, Illini top 25 ranked by decade. So how many times they've been in the top 25 by decade? 2000s, guess how many? Or have you seen this? I haven't seen it. Okay. So, how many times do you think thousands. they were in the top twenty-five in the two thousands? Is it like a big number? Uh, it's triple digits. Uh, one hundred and seven. Yeah, one hundred and twenty-five in the two thousands. Okay. In the two thousand tens, guess 20, how many? Twenty. Twenty-nine. Yeah. Oh god. And we are two weeks in to the twenty, the roaring twenties, or whatever they're calling it these, this time around. And we're at one, right? One two weeks ago, we <laughs> so here we go uh, on the upswing. So I think that they're gonna kill that twenty nine number. Yeah, I think they got a, got a good chance to beat twenty nine. I mean, that's just how bad this pathetic team's been in the last decade. So, but hey, I'll take I'll take a ranking. I like I said, I'm I'm not super excited that they're ranked. I don't want them to think okay, now we're just gonna roll over teams. I don't think that. They have that mentality, but we'll see what happens against 
we'll see what happens when Northwestern comes to town. So. I don't know about the coach though. I don't know what he, his methods seem a little <laughs> weird, but yeah, I th- and and yeah, he run he's he's still running that you know that weave. And at one time during the Rutgers game, um, he had I think Feliz was the only real ball handler. It was like Kipper Feliz. Um, Griffin, which he's not a terrible ball handler, Kofi and DeMonte were, were all in. And he's trying to run that weave. It's like, just get the ball to Kofi and let him do something. And and, and I didn't say anything about it, but Io, um, when he does that screen in the alley-oop, he's got to make sure that – I understand that against the, the practice squad when they're practicing, Kofi's going to be open every time, and he's going to throw it down. Against teams like Rutgers and you know, Michigan teams. State, Big Ten teams, you can't just throw that up. And he threw it up, and he was lucky because it, like, bounced off Kofi's head and somehow went in the basket. <laughs> um, and that, that was part of that little run where they, where they started picking it up. But, um, yeah, the, the weave with one ball handler is not, not the greatest. Yeah. Um, and then uh, DeMonte, speaking of DeMonte, he only played 13 minutes this game. So Griffin had 22, DeMonte um, had 13. So maybe they'll try to start phasing, start. try to phase DeMonte and Kipper out a little bit, yeah. get Griffin some more minutes off the yeah. bench. Um, I don't know. So the scenario this weekend to pay attention to, if you think Illinois, if they could jump up, is they they beat Northwestern, mm-hmm. and then Ohio State, who's 21 right now, if they lose at Penn State. I would assume Illinois could jump Ohio jump State. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. If, is Penn State ranked right now? I don't think they are. I don't know. They're not. And Creighton just lost. So, I think um, if yeah, – I guess if Penn State were to beat Ohio State, then they would jump into the top 25. Creighton would drop out. Ohio yeah. State's 21st. I think Ohio State could stay in at like 25. But that's – Illinois would definitely jump them if they lost. Yeah. And and then they and then they just have a gauntlet in front of them, you know. Yeah. Um, but hopefully they beat Northwestern. Northwestern's not the worst team in the Big Ten right now. Um, it's Northwestern and Nebraska, and then everyone else is at yeah. ten times better. I would say. Yeah, yeah. Northwestern's uh, six and ten, one and five in the Big Ten. Yep. And they've only beaten Nebraska. Um, but but I. The the thing that scares me about Northwestern is that they stay with you. Um, so, I you know they uh, they they haven't really gotten blown out per se. Um, they lost to Indi- Indiana by four, lost to Michigan State by five, um, Purdue beat them by fourteen. But a lot of those losses are in that four to twelve point range. So. You, you need to put them down. You need to put them down quick, I believe. Maybe um, maybe I'm an idiot for the score that I wrote down. We'll talk about that here soon, but that <laughs> I didn't think about that. But uh, So they've lost four or five, and their last win, they beat Nebraska, who is uh, – I don't know. I guess we could say everyone in the Big Ten besides Nebraska and Northwestern, that's like your A tier, and then the rest or the other two are just yeah. awful. They're but just not I don't bad. know. They're not but- – as, and and I know this isn't this isn't a a quote unquote uh, rivalry game, but it kind of is. I mean, it's in state. Um, Northwestern is Chicago's team, as <laughs> they they tell everybody. But it's just you know 
looking at like Illinois football, they should have beat Northwestern in that last game. And you know what? If you don't show up, Northwestern's going to show up and they're going to they're going to give you a game. Um, mm-hmm. So they the kids just got to show up. They I'm glad that it's not an 11 a.m. game. You know those those are always rough. Play at four o'clock. Um, and Northwestern uh, Boo Booey, who's their second leading scorer, is a game time decision as of right now. So. I believe that's how you say his name, Boo Booey. So, um, but they they seem to uh, they they run run a lot of forwards, um, and then they have a center. Um, they're like six ten, but uh, nothing crazy. But they they all weigh like two forty and less, so they don't. I don't think they're big white big uh, <laughs> guys. <laughs> yep. Um, they, and they're not really like a blocking team, so they're not physical, you know, Kofi-like players. So they're really um, killing it with those Chicago recruits, huh? Yeah, being yeah. their Chicago's team, they are Chicago's team. So they just they got to they got to Illinois is going to have to come out. They're going to have to make baskets, and uh, I I hope they work Georgie down low more this game and. Somebody told him to calm down. Not take thirty shots. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I did see that Trent Frazier is eleven points away from being the fiftieth Illini player to score a thousand points. Would have been there a month ago if he was playing well this year. Yeah. So I am predicting um, he's going to hit five threes this game and have twenty-one points, and he's going to break a thousand points this game. That's the uh, my prediction. The last time these two met was the Big Ten tournament last year. Which was, I think, Illinois won in overtime. I think, or that's it sounds, was really late. Yeah, and I think Northwestern was a little bit better uh, last year than they are this year. And um, I, I what, two years ago was was it two years ago or was it longer that Northwestern three, made the tournament? I think it was three for years the first ago. time ever. Yeah, and they played Gonzaga in round and two. They almost beat them, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, now here's a question I have because it came up on the last podcast that I did this week, which was yesterday. The sports master, you can catch it on this uh, this here app every Monday and Thursday. Not a big deal. But um, Corey asked me if Collins was a candidate at Illinois whenever they hired Underwood. Uh, I don't believe so. Because he said that he thought that that was the case, and I was like, I don't remember that because all I remember is that I wanted Tony Bennett, and that's it. Yeah. I, do, I I don't believe Collins was. Doesn't he have ties to Illinois, like, or at least the state of Illinois? I know he's the coach of Northwestern, but like, <laughs> well, is he I from mean, there? he is he is coaching Chicago's team. So, um, Chris Collins is from Northbrook, Illinois. Yeah, so I, I maybe I guarantee you he would have taken this job. Yeah, I yeah I don't know. Nope. nope, I don't know. Well, you know he, what? It should he, have been Tony he thought about going to Illinois and decided not to. He thought about going to Illinois as a student? Wait. Nope. Never mind. Because there's no way that he would turn down an Illinois job if he was offered it. Why wouldn't you want to go to the team, the state of Illinois' team, rather than Chicago's team? I don't know. Even though everything in Illinois is decided by Chicago, which is a bunch yeah, of BS. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think he would. I think he... he thought about coming as a basketball player so well good for him yeah um, anywho haslametrically speaking for so this speak game it. 
Overall rankings, Northwestern is number 111. Illinois is 25th. Offensive efficiency and defensive efficiency, Northwestern offensively at number 135 and 106 defensively. Illinois at 43 and 21 for offense and defense. And strength of schedule, Northwestern 37th and Illinois is 28th. And then last five for Northwestern, they lost to Hartford. They lost to Minnesota. They lost to Indiana. Uh, they lost to Iowa. They beat Nebraska. But then, like you said earlier, they lost by 13 to Iowa, four to Indiana, mm-hmm. nine to Minnesota, and one to Hartford. So they do keep games close. They just don't yeah. win. And yeah. now you saw this with Illinois against Rutgers. Usually, if you're a quote-unquote good team, which I really don't know if this Illinois team's good or not. I think they're good. But – they have moments of greatness. Good teams find a way to win close games. And that's what they've been doing Illinois this year. Illinois did that against Wisconsin at Rutgers. That, that they didn't do last year. That's so, true. Um, and then, yeah, uh, I, I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. Yeah. Anyhow. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I thought I had something. I got nothing. All right. At the end here, uh, Illinois leads the all-time series – 136 to 32, so 104 games ahead of That's them. That's impressive. And then uh, it's 69, which is pretty nice, to 14 in Champaign is the edge there. So uh, I have Illinois winning this game 84 to 64, which it's going to be close to that. But I think Illinois, 64. Should, Illinois should get more than 80 points this game. And I don't think they'll win by 20 now that I look at the way that their games have gone. Uh, but I'm just going to roll with it. I like it. I like it. I actually, I mean, I'm pretty close. I got Illinois winning 81 to 65. So, yeah, you we're on the same safe with the lower same margin. schedule. I wish there was a lineup for this game, but I haven't seen a line yet. Um, what did uh, we predict in the Rutgers game? Oh, yeah. Um, you had Illinois winning 68 66, and I had Illinois winning 75 68. So, we both had them winning, but they uh, it was not not the shoot shootout. That's not even a shootout. Sixty points. The the eighteen to twenty one first half kind of kind of ruined our our predictions. Yeah, I don't think Illinois is ever going to throw up what fifty seven in the second half. <laughs> yeah, I did All see right. somebody's like they're going to score forty eight in the second half and win by ten. I'm like, whoa, buddy. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, so Illinois will be against Purdue on Tuesday. That game is on the road. And mm-hmm. Illinois beat Purdue 63-37 on January 5th at the State Farm Center. And uh, Purdue has been better since, yes. especially since they beat the brakes off of Michigan State, yeah. which is a prime example of the home team having a huge advantage in the Big Ten. <laughs> it's like you're reading my notes, dude. I have Michigan – well, I have them – since we've played Purdue, they beat Michigan – or. Um, they played at Michigan and lost in double overtime and had a chance to win that game at the end of regulation and the end of regu- in the first overtime. Um, had the ball with the game tied. And then, uh, of course, Michigan State came to Purdue and they beat them 71 to 42. And underneath, I have home teams have such an advantage right now in all of college basketball. Mm-hmm. It's unreal. It's unreal. Especially um, so, the and then they, they play at Maryland tomorrow. So. Um, well, that would be interesting to see because Maryland went to Wisconsin uh, Tuesday and uh, lost to them. So um, the Big Ten, the Big Ten in that middle, I mean, it's it's fun to watch right now. Um, so I feel like Purdue's going to come into this game with a big chip on their shoulder, 
and uh, they're going to want to to beat uh, Illinois real bad. So um, I I feel like they're they're playing better defense, and they were they were making more shots, which you you tend to do at home um, when when Purdue was making playing Michigan State. Um, but I, I really do think that Illinois can play with anybody right now, um, regardless of where it is, um, just because of how good their defense was, or at least, you know, in the Rutgers game, felt like it was really good. Um, and and Travion, Travion Williams, he's been playing a lot better. I, I don't think they sc- scored double digits. I don't think anybody scored double digits against Illinois. I think he might have had like five points. Um but then he went and had 33 and then he had a good game against Michigan state. So um, hopefully I I feel like a a big part of these guys scoring like this is teams don't have guys like Kofi. Um, Kofi has completely changed. They talk about Brad Underwood and how he's adapted. That's the word they keep using is that he had, he's adapted his defense. Um, He, he just has Kofi. He hasn't adapted. Well, he is playing back, which which somebody posted a stat like their their stats defensively have completely flipped because they were like leading the country in steals, or leading the Big Ten in steals last year. This year, they're fourteenth in steals, um, which I think that you could run that aggressive defense since you have Kofi. So. Him doing it, they talked – I don't know if you heard, they talked about during the uh, Rutgers game how Tyler Underwood's friend is a big stats guy. And so he had like – had uh, numbers put together about teams that have won the national championship the last 10 years or whatever and and what they do. And so that's what Illinois is trying to base their defense off of now and their offense because they're like last in offense too. And, and it has a lot to do with Illinois. They, you know, they don't start their offense, it seems, until there's 10 seconds left in the shot clock, especially later in the game, which it, it really irritates me. But Are you saying that Illinois is going to win the national championship this year? Uh, no, I'm saying uh, that they had a guy come in <laughs> <laughs> that said, this is how you can win a national championship. Well, they have no chance, but hey, so, we can, we can um, dream. Yeah, I, I just going into Mackey Arena, you I feel like you walk onto that floor and you're already at, you're already down eight points, um, and and the kids are going to be back from school, so it's going to be loud, it's going to be r- rambunctious. <laughs> Is that what the old timers say these days? Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, it it would be an awesome road win for Illinois if they could 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 pull it out. Um, they have not won in Mackey. And they've lost the last seven times they've been there. So they haven't won at Purdue since December 30th, 2008. And all those people that do those things, the stats, like, you know how long it took me to figure that out? It took me like 20 minutes <laughs> trying to go through all the seasons. Um, but, yeah, they, they haven't won since 2008 there. So that's another, another uh, kind of like the Wisconsin game. I'm, I'm guessing that will be a big talking point, but. I wanted to be the first one to throw that out there. So if anybody takes that, um, any of the announcers, any of the announcers use that material, I would like that copyrighted. Fax that, fax Um, that info over to Underwood. Yep. And that, that year, um, I, I wrote this down that year, 
the team that beat them, it was McCamey, Davis, Trent Meacham, Tisdale, and Frazier. Was Purdue good that year? Uh, I don't know. It feels like they would have been. Yeah, they were ranked. I think they were ranked. I think they were nine in the country when Illinois beat them. Um, but you like I, you look at those names and you think that team was that good? They were a five seed in the tournament, um, and they lost to Western Kentucky in the first round. One word, coaching. Coaching, yeah. Better coaching, yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, that team was twenty four and ten, eleven and seven, and second in the Big Ten. Um, so I don't know. I kind of, kind of got on a, a rampage after I started looking at these stats. Um, I started looking up John Gross, like John Gross, uh, his big 10, uh, regular season, uh, finishes. Listen to these <laughs> seventh, eighth, seventh, 12th and ninth. That's why Illinois was ranked. 29 times in the 2010s, right? There. Yep, he ran the program straight into the ground, and apparently, uh, like I texted you earlier, <laughs> boy, what a job he's doing at Akron, 14-3. and three. Hey, I told you, he is a mid-major coach. I mean, look what he did at Ohio. I did respond to the tweet, though, and say that Gross is going to run it into the ground, but <laughs> we'll, see. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. I, don't, I want them to schedule Akron so badly next year. Yeah. Just do it. That'd be fun. It'd be fun. That, well, I saw somebody because everybody's putting out brackets already, and it's like, are you kidding me? We're what five games into the Illinois Big Ten, is an eight seed in? lock. They're eight gonna be- seed. Well, I saw one. It was uh, Illinois was the eight seed. Kansas was the one seed, so they would play each other, and then they had Akron in the same bracket. That's <laughs> it. So, I uh, saw one that had Illinois as an eight seed with LSU as the nine. And then Gonzaga as the one. Yeah. Which I Gonzaga, I mean, I don't, it's hard to know how good Gonzaga teams is. I did watch them a little bit last night. They beat, uh, who did they beat? They beat someone by like 50. I don't yeah. Know who, it was wasn't it Washington State or something, right? Uh, I'm trying to think. I, I have it written down somewhere, but they were like a 19 point favorite, I believe. Yeah. Uh, it was the only t- good team in that conference is St. Mary's, Illinois, St. Santa Clara. Yeah, they played Santa Clara. They beat him 104 to 54. Yep. So, so yeah. I didn't, Oregon played Washington State and got beat. Ouch. Yeah. The the top 10 is a joke. Illinois <laughs> Illinois could find themselves in there if they win like three or four games in a row. <laughs> That's how crazy this whole thing is. But um, uh, yeah, I had something that I was going to say. This? Yeah, I do. Okay. Uh, overall rankings, Illinois 25th, like I said. Purdue is 16th, so it's – they're still holding up. I think their win over Michigan State kind of kept them upright. But um say sixteenth. Yeah, they're sixteenth. Wow. They're ten and seven, aren't they? Eleven and seven. Their record isn't that good. But um ten and seven. Offensive efficiency, they're fifty-fifth. Illinois forty-third. Defense, though, uh produced thirteenth with Illinois twenty-first. And strength of schedule, Purdue twelfth. So that helps their case oh, to stay yeah. in the top twenty, and then Illinois twenty eighth. But uh, if you if Illinois wins twenty three games this year, or twenty twenty three to twenty four games this year, where would that put them in the in the NCAA tournament? You think? Because I was thinking about that. Uh, probably a four seed. That would be insane. I don't know. Um, gotta get there first. Right, and they got. I mean, that's. That's them winning 12 more games. If they win 12 more games, I'd be real happy. 
coming out of the Big Ten with twenty-two plus wins is a huge, yeah, thing. Especially this year where no one's really consistent. But uh, so yeah. the last five for Purdue, they played Central Michigan at the end of the twenty nineteen, and they I don't know if Central Michigan's good. I would doubt it, but they beat them by thirty-five, and then they beat Minnesota by five. That was an overtime game. Then mm-hmm. the game where Illinois beat them, uh, sixty-three thirty-seven. Then that loss to Michigan where you said they could have had a chance to win there, 84-78, yeah. and then they killed Michigan State. But uh, like you said, they do play Maryland tomorrow, so that should yeah. be. It's just, it's, that's just the Big Ten. Like, if you'd, you'd never know what team's going to show up for for what what school. Um, so yeah. just it's just kind of because that's what they talked about, you know, Maryland going into Wisconsin. I saw some Maryland fans just talk about how it didn't even look like they wanted to be there. Um and and I feel like every team goes through that, um, has games like that. I feel like Illinois ha- had that against Miami already, so hopefully it's done and gone. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, they're hopefully they can they can beat Northwestern Purdue. I I think if the ball bounces a few ways, the old saying, you know, they might have a chance. But I have Illinois losing this game, sixty two sixty seven. I have Illinois losing fifty to sixty three. I I think that they'll keep it close the whole way through, but th- at the end of the day, it's going to be that typical, uh, just overwhelming on the road, hard yeah. to, hard environment to play in. Yep. Basically, um, what happened to them against Michigan State, except to a lesser extent. Yeah. So, do you think Purdue is better than Wisconsin right now? Because hmm, Illinois no. went to Wisconsin and won. I don't think they are. I think Wisconsin's a little bit better because Wisconsin is like always the exact same team. I saw a tweet that said they look the same every year. <laughs> they do. They rotate they do. white guys in and out. and then Absolutely. White guys that can athletes. handle the ball. Yeah, It so. works a lot of times, but I think Wisconsin's a little better. I mean, I don't know who the hell is better than anybody in the Big Ten right now. No, because no, Michigan no, State nobody. without Cassius Winston is not that good. Right. If right. he's not of a huge factor, they're not that good. I think Illinois is in the top four of the Big Ten right now overall as a team. Yeah, not even looking at record, just looking at straight up, because I mean how they've been playing. Ohio State, Maryland, all those teams are starting to fall off a little bit. Their non-conference uh, schedules are done. So even though Ohio State had some impressive early wins, but then again they look worse later on. But right, yeah, Illinois definitely it it helped. I think it helped a lot that their non-conference schedule was pretty easy. Get some confidence. Didn't uh, help that they they lost the uh, yeah Miami and Missouri, but yeah, that definitely hurt. Imagine if there are fourteen and because Missouri looks so bad right now. Jeez, they, are they are bad, so bad. What they, they lost to Ole Miss by like twenty or something. They showed up for one game this year that mattered, yeah, the Illinois game, because yeah. they're all Illinois boys. They're all whatever. Anyways, douchebags. <laughs> uh, just a tip with Tierney. Um, Line I won the tip in the Rutgers game, moving him to five and zero. Despite other people on this podcast that four and one that he lost one, um, he has Illinois winning the tip against Northwestern and Purdue winning the tip against the Illini. So, um, and then uh, shout out to Io Desumu. He is twenty years old today. So happy birthday to him! Wow, I'm older than him. Jeez, you are older than him. That's a close so. one, though. It's only like <laughs> 17 days. Yeah. You guys are pretty much the same athletically, too. So I, I would tend to agree. I might have a slight edge <laughs> yeah. over him in basketball by a little bit. But, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. 
so we will be back next uh, Friday, the 24th, going to review the Northwestern Purdue games as well as preview the Michigan road test and then home first meeting against uh, the Golden Gophers. Minnesota, and Illinois always has a hard time beating Minnesota, I feel. They killed um, them last year at the State Farms there and then got – Yeah. Or wait, was it the other way around? No. Well, I don't know. We'll talk about that next Whatever. <laughs> next pod. Um, yeah, so they got some tough games coming up. Michigan, uh, Minnesota at home, and then at Iowa, and then Maryland comes to Illinois. So. It's going to be uh, big. You got to stack up these wins or you can get them. So Saturday, yeah, tomorrow, you got to win that game. Absolutely. They lose that game. Oh, man, Underwood might be feeling it on this podcast. Yeah, and I hope they don't lose. Yeah, so we'll be back on the 24th for episode number 12. We will see you then. See ya.